Good evening. So we've been discussing a little bit the different songs that we sing, some of which are new to some of you, and so all the more reason for such a discussion. And uh, at the same time, there are some songs that some of you are quite familiar with that are also worth discussing. And uh, and and it's one we haven't discussed yet, and it's one we sing every every evening, and that is the Gaur uh, Arti from Gitabali of Thakur Bhakti Vinod. Hmm. This is a very beautiful song, and it's a very specific focus that this uh, song brings our attention to. So we have to talk a little bit about that. I wrote a short poem about the, uh, this uh, this song, or about about this moment, if you will. Um, that is the Gore Arti. That um, we observe at this uh, time of the day, really the the evening, corresponds <coughs> with the Pradoshli love of. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Radha Krishna. We've been reading about the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu divided uh, over 24 hours into eight divisions and how it corresponds with the same type of divisions in Krishna Leela, how one uh, takes one into the other and so on and so forth, from Gaur Leela into Krishna Leela and back again. <clears throat> and so we haven't come to the discussion of the evening um, <coughs> Leela, after Mahabhu returns home, crosses the Ganges with a herd of following a herd of cows and so forth, after performing Nagars and Kirtan all over Navadweep, back to Sridhar Mayapur. <clears throat> and uh, evening worship in the house takes place and so forth, and then he uh, heads off out for the evening. He goes and uh, along with his associates, they uh, um, head to the house uh, of, and courtyard of Shivas Thakur, where the kirtan for the evening uh, begins. And it goes for into the, into the wee hours, extends into the, the next division and so forth of um, the day. <clears throat> but this is a song written by Bhaktivinoda that corresponds with this time, and we sing it at this time as well, and um, as I say, I wrote a short poem about it, it's, 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 a, it's called Gaur Nityananda Arati, we of course don't have uh, Nityananda Prabhu here, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha Madhava, at least not, appar- apparently not so, but as we've been hearing, he's present visibly or invisibly, he's very much a participant indirectly in the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. He will leave hmm, the company of Radha and Krishna for the purpose of facilitating them. That his elderly stature, as the as Dauji means the older brother of Krishna, which brings some reverence on the part of Radha and the gopis um, into the atmosphere. Oh, the older brother is here, who's like the, one of the gurus, as I've explained, Balram 
is the Mariada Purusha in, in Krishna's life, the, the person in his life who sees that he's prop- properly behaving, and he's commissioned Baldev for this task by Mother Yashoda, who insists that you keep with him and uh, and uh, make sure he doesn't misbehave and so on and so forth. <coughs> but <coughs> we don't find him protesting or reporting uh, uh, to Mother Yashoda about Krishna's evening rendezvous with Radha and the gopis, and certainly he knows about them. <coughs> so uh, those are not against the... <laughs> They are against the Mariada, there is a, but uh, that is another thing. That is desirable. <coughs> uh, desirable, apparent misbehavior and so forth. So at any rate, he's very much I- indirectly involved I- in these pastimes. We've explained how in Gaurila he so much facilitates the Gaurila. He began actually Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya by insisting that uh, the devotees chant the name of Gaur, worship Gaur, and so forth, and uh, yeah. without any sophisticated philosopher, a theology, he just came out and said, this is what we're doing. And he was powerful, and others came along with him, and then the following began, and so forth, and eventually Rups and Atan joined the fold and were commissioned to write about what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what is Gaudiya Vaishnavism, established the Sampradaya, and so forth. But it was really begun by Nityananda Prabhu, who would like wear his heart, as they say, on his on his sleeve. He wasn't hiding anything. <clears throat> so, um, formally, then, we don't place him on the altar with Radha and Krishna. <clears throat> that will not uh, facilitate the intimacy that we seek to um, uh, see them I- involved in, <clears throat> their, their union and so forth, without any inhibitions <clears throat> of respect and, and uh, that would come to the fore in his, in his presence. But Henonitai by Radha Krishna Poibenai. Many places Naratam sing Sangsaravasanamor Kobe to Chahobe are Kobe Nitai Chander Karuna Huibe Sangsaravasanamor Kobe to Chahobe. He says, When Naratam is thinking of Mahaprabhu in the Gambira, the deep, it means the deep Gambira deep, it was a room, a stone room that he stayed in small room but big ideas in there hmm? and they overflowed from there hmm? to the whole world we're touched by that hmm? you don't need a big place you just need a big heart that's all hmm? with a big heart you can live in a small place and uh, and do big things hmm? so he prays Narasim Thakur that that, oh, when will I experience what Mahaprabhu experienced in the Gambir, which is the last stage for entering into the Namadvip Leela and the Kirtan at Srivasa's house? Hmm? Mahaprabhu came out of there to do Sankirtan for the pious people who weren't qualified to enter in, and he took his Sankirtan across the subcontinent of India and attracted people and so forth, and by his example in his Sannyasa he showed the way. Hmm? Through Nams and Kirtan, cleansing of the heart, he did preaching and so forth, which is very absorbing, challenging one's own faith and understanding by way of having to speak about it in relation to others and their thoughts and religious conceptions and so forth. It's a very powerful means for absorbing us. In, indeed, it was. It is. It is a form of Kirtan, whether it be singing or the outreach, the 
preaching itself and so forth. So he was involved in this for many, many years. And finally, he, of course, retired in, 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 in Jagannath Puri. And, and, and uh, at that time, of course, he sent Nityananda Prabhu away also. You go back to Bengal, you stay there. Hmm. Preached to the downtrodden people. And then Mahaprabhu went inside. Stayed in the company of Sarup Damana, Ramananda Roy, and so forth. And and uh, his the efficacy of the Namsan Kirtan was such that not only did it cleanse the heart, the implication is, but it gave rise to inner inner life and movement within there. Hmm? And he cultivated that in the Gambira, and this way he shows the way. Hmm? to enter into Navadvip, which is Mount Navadvip, different from Vrindavan, into that kirtan at the house of Srivas, where, during this artik that's being described in the song of Bhaktivinoda all the different devotees of Mahaprabhu were shown who they are in Krishna Leela. Hmm? He sat on the altar, kirtan was performed, an arati to him. He said, come forward, don't you, do you remember me? You are so-and-so. You are so and so. Hmm? We did this together. Do you remember? And see, so by Nam Kirtan, all these things can come. But what should come is cleansing of the heart, inner life, ability to culture that in due course, naturally, not in a forced way. Hmm? And then enter into the house of Shivas, the Kirtan of Shivas, the, the, the courtyard of Shivas. Mahaprabhu himself will tell you, yeah, come here, come with me, Krishna Leela, like this. You come like that. Hmm? So, yeah, this is just a general idea I'm saying. We focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the method of his madness, as I say, his methodology, Namsan Kirtan. don't think you'll be missing out on anything by doing that. <clears throat> and so Narutam prays in one of his songs, so, May when can I enter into the spirit of the experience of Mahaprabhu with the Gambira? Hmm? What does he say? Gauranga bulite chove pulaka sharir hori hori bulite nayane when will all those kind of <coughs> transformations come in me? All those eruptions, explosions of ecstasy. Hmm? Sometimes in a very general way, God has been compared to the sun. Hmm? Because for us, the sun rises and the day begins and it, it, ha- it, gives, it gives light, it gives heat, it gives vitality, it gives, enlivens the mind, the sun. It gives... Uh, fosters the vegetation, it evaporates the water and pours it back down again, and so, so we are de- very dependent upon the sun, hmm? and its watchful eye is there, and so it's always shining somewhere. Hmm? Uh, so this is a way sometimes of of thinking about God. I once read a Buddhist meditation of Thich Nhat Han. Famous Vietnamese uh, uh, or Cambodian uh, Buddhist contemporary um, teacher in contemporary spirituality today um, from the Buddhist side, and he had this idea of like you think of the sun hmm? all day long and something like I can't remember it all, but it was it was pretty interesting. A way of keeping your focus by always thinking the where is the sun now and relation to me and so forth. So this is a kind of a general type of, uh, of course they're not theistic, but 
Yeah, um, but a general way that sometimes is uh, uh, employed for helping us to think of God as the watchful eye, the sun is watching you, hmm? something like that. So, so um, but we have a further idea of that. We are interested not only what the sun does for us, hmm? and uh, to be mindful in this world, so we want to know what goes on in the sun, inside the sun. Hmm? And as I said before, inside the sun, you know, we, we're drawing, as I said, so much from the sun. It's benefiting us in so many ways. So we have gratitude for the sun. So we have hum- humble appreciation and so forth. This is kind of a beginning idea. We may have gratitude. We are dependent entities, as we're explaining. We, we recognize that. Hmm? That's the whole idea of the, the worship of the gods and goddesses. As, as I've often said, it's something like, you know, you have in your house, you have heat and light and water, and you have a, buttons to push switches to flick and valves to turn that turn on the heat, the light, the water, but you also have bills to pay. So there's somebody at the other end that you have to acknowledge, and if you don't, then it'll be turned off. So to live with gratitude, this is the idea of acknowledging our dependence, even on the natural world, for functioning within it. Without sun, how can we see? Hmm? And so many other things we could not uh, accomplish uh, without it, without rain, without wind, and so on and so forth. Hmm. Um, but we are interested in a further idea, of course. That's we, we, we look at, if we look at the analogy of God as, as the sun providing for us in so many ways, hmm. that is one thing. But the sun also has a life. There are huge nuclear explosions going on in the sun all the time. Sometimes it sends whoosh, solar flares and wipes out your communication system and all the busyness that you're preoccupied with that you feel is so important and so quickly has to be accomplished and make sure it gets sent and uh, and and so forth. So this is a life. Sun has life. God has life of his own. And all these ecstasies that Mahaprabhu was experiencing in his Lila Smarnam. So Narutama wants to enter into that. These are like the like nuclear explosions of the sun. Hmm? You have to become like the sun to enter there and appreciate them. Otherwise you'll be destroyed by that. Hmm? So um <clears throat> anyway this is the ideal and in 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 in, in, in aspiring like that in bhava bhakti, longing becomes prominent, whereas in sadhana bhakti, surrender becomes prominent in one's prayers and one's thinking. As we add, the more we move towards bhava, the more the surrender is in place, and the longing <coughs> is appropriate and uh, and uh, arises uh, naturally. There's hmm? so also some longing, obviously, in 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 sadhana bhakti. And obviously, surrender is in place in Bhava Bhakti, but the two are characterized um, in this way. So, Narottam is longing, and he's longing to enter into the experience of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He makes a nice prayer. We cited it the other night. What is that? Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam. Narutam wants to understand the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of Rupa Goswami. Hmm? 
Hmm. What was he about? What? Rupa Goswami understood his heart. Sarupdham, he learned it from Sarupdhamadar. He wants to enter into that, hmm? into the Gambira. Hmm? And from there to the to Navadvip. Hmm? So he makes the prayer like that. And then in his next verse he says, Arukobenitaipchand. It gives a practical idea. Oh, I want to enter in such a high place. Hmm? In order to do that, I'm seeking this. I'm seeking the mercy of Nityanandapuru. By getting his shelter, all the sangsarvasana, all the desires that make the world of my mind, the world of samsara go round and round, they'll all be extinguished. Then I'll be in a fit position to appreciate really what Vrindavan is. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur used to say that bhajan, inner life and inner culture, is performed on the, the canvas of Advaigyan Tattva, non-dual knowledge. And, and, and it, it involves understanding the difference between the self and the body, becoming like the sun, hmm, to enter the sun, something like that. Otherwise we transport our material ideas into, into the lila and... Uh, this possibility of making a mess, making a f- offense even. Hmm? So we should have idea about it, but we should focus, like I like to say, we should know what our goal is and we should know where we are. Hmm? At the same time, focus on where you are with, in light of attaining the ideal. Hmm? And so, point here is Nityananda Prabhu, very useful, very helpful in this regard, a big player. Hmm? He sent Krishna Skaviraj Goswami to Vrindavan. You can go there now. And when you get there, all your wealth you 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 you, you will find. There he was honored by Madan Mohanji. There he was honored by the uh, by the uh, Mahabhagavatas who commissioned him to write the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Became immortal. Hmm? So we don't have Nityananda Prabhu here on the altar, but he's 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 very much a part of our. Uh, worship. Someone said, I heard the other day, that if you want to worship Radha and Krishna in Madhurya Rasa, then don't worship Gornitai. Don't think like that. Hmm? No. Yeah, it's quite... I mean, we don't think that Gaur is Krishna and uh, Nitai is Radha or anything like that, but they, these two can give Prem. Hmm? Fully. Hmm? They do so, of course, by bringing in touch, touch with the Bhagwat and the person Bhagwat. Hmm. And certainly, having done so, they remain very worshipable by us. So anyway, we have, as you know, at Audarya, Gornitinanda there. So I wrote a short poem. I thought I'd read it to you. As we start our discussion of this important song of, of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, the Gaur Arati, hmm corresponding with a particular pose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at a particular time. Hmm? It's very specific, and as we hear, a very important and extraordinary event that we attend every evening. Good if we could get some idea of what we're doing there and how it um, it uh, eclipses everything else that uh, we do, especially, that's, that's, of course, anything that's outside of his his service. 
and it doesn't eclipse other services necessarily, but it's it's very important. You know, we have to do some hearing and some chanting, and uh, and some shrubanam and mapanam and shravanam and kirtanam also. But it's an honest work. But uh, we should come to the arati in the morning and the evening and so forth. So coordinate in the arati goes like this. Short poem. May this ritual of light bring an end to the night of my life in the shadow. From darkness to light, beautiful, bright, and more, the arati of Nitaigor on Ganga Devi's shore. As these brothers too and Sri Guru stand before me, calling from circumference to center, may my mind pay attention, earth fire, water, ether, air, and other paraphernalia offered one by one, ahankar, undone. In Sadaka Deha, now I stand at Sri Yogopit, the land, Sadaka Siddhabhumi. I pray, Guru Dev, Kripokoritumi. Only then can I offer arati to Gornitai, tear in my eye, lamp of love, my heart to shine. So here, uh, the idea that the Arati of Gore, as beautifully described by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in song, is taking place at the at the Yoga Peet, hmm? where Sri Krishna, Nimai Pandit, is assembled with his associates. This is a land, Nabadvipa Sadaka Siddhabhumi, where Sadakas, where Siddhas, are uh, inhabit, inhabited by Siddhas who are in the Leela of Sadakas. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, of course, a Siddha and all of his associates. But they're all playing the roles of Sadakas. Hmm? And they're playing it very well. So they actually think they're Sadakas. Hmm? And they teach very wonderfully by their um, example. And in that land, someone once said to me, you know, it seems like Krishna Leela is very exciting with all the intrigues and everything, but Gaur Leela may be a little boring. Hmm. I said, do you think of it like this? All of this, this, the practices that you do, you, you do the japa hmm, of Nam, mantra dhyan, the archan, hmm, the worship of the <coughs> deity, uh, taking Mahaprasad, hearing the Bhagavatam. Hmm, all these things that you do here, with mind somewhere else, half the time, or three-quarters of the time, hmm? that every now and then you get, you're get, you able to focus the mind on what you're doing and, and, and you get some ananda. Hmm? And you think, I'm in the right place. This is a, but it doesn't endure and so forth. Hmm? Now, in this land, everyone who chants every class of Bhagavatam, every mantra, every arctic, the full possibility that lies in all of those practices is fully manifest at each time with every syllable of every mantra, hmm? every circle of in- incense, and so on and so forth. It's an exciting place, to be sure. And in the context of all of that, one enters into the Krishna Leela as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does, following him. Hmm? 
then he comes out and we come back out and here we are and uh, in it well from one extraordinary place to another hmm? so sadaka siddha bhumi and uh, here the general idea of the arti is is light hmm? if the light is offered it's an arti but you know there are other items and there are different ways in which those items have been described i've uh, referred to them here as representations of the different elements earth water fire air ether incense flower uh like flower the smell earth uh um water is water fire is fire earth water fire the peacock fan is the air and uh, some of the chamar or the conch the ether hmm? incense is like uh, uh it uh, pacifies the mind makes the mind feel good and with intelligence we follow the timings and do the right number of circles and and so forth so earth water fire air ether mind intelligence we give ourselves hmm? with all of this paraphernalia hmm? and what does he say here it says that um, offered one by one ahankar and done Ankar means the false ego. When we enter to go to offer the Arctic, then we sing. Before we enter onto the altar, we sing uh, Mahaprabhu's song, one of the verses of Mahaprabhu, his ninth verse. And he said he, he composed eight verses, but there's a couple of others. Hmm? And uh, that one is Aha, Naham Vipro, Nacha, Narapati, Napi, Vaisho, Nasudro, Naham Bani, Nacha, Grihapati, Nova, Nastuviti, Kintu Prodan Nikila Paramananda Punam Nitabde Gopi Bhartu Parakamalayo Dastasano Dasa. So one says, I have no identification with the um, uh, material, conventional egoic sense of self. He uses the words that uh, in relation to the social system of the Varnashram. I'm not a Brahmin, I'm not a Chatri, I'm not a. Um, Householder, uh, brahmachari. I'm not a, uh, a sannyasi. Uh, so what am I then? I am the eternal servant of Krishna, who is the the maintainer of of the gopis. So one steps into he he, he, he let's say he fully steps into his sadaka deha because Vaishnava jati buddhi said archa Vishnu shiladi gurushu naramati. We shouldn't think that the stone of Giriraj or Shaligram is just a stone. Hmm? It's the stone that we can make a living by opening a temple, having a stone, and people will come and give money. And Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur made an exhibit once, a theistic exhibit, with a Shaligram in the hand of a Brahmin up here in this hand, uh, a walnut or a cashew or something. He was so he wanted to say there he, this shalagram feels like a nutcracker in the hands of those whose worship is conducted only to put food on their table rather than to give themselves entirely in Sharanagati, the central hub of which is Krishna's my maintainer, Gopritve Varanam Tata. No concerns how I'll pay the bills, how I maintain myself. Hmm? Something like Gopritve Varanam Tata. So, so there's a class of people that might open temples and 
and uh, serve the deity or the shalagram only to only to make a, a living. Hmm? So he was saying, it, the deity in the hands of such people feels like a nutcracker. Only it's painful. That's painful to him. Hmm? He doesn't get any pleasure out of that. Hmm? He wants your heart and completely. Hmm? So. So, when we give, when we give the Arctic, we we step fully into a Sadaka day. A Sadaka day means, as I say, Arche Vishnu Shiladi Gurushu. The stone is of uh, uh, Arche Vishnu. The deity is not considered to be, should not be considered a stone. Gurushu Naramati. The guru should not be considered a, just an ordinary person. Hmm? Should be treated with respect. Mm. He has knowledge and bhakti. And the Vaishnava the Vaishnava should not be thought to be part of the material world. Mm. Not a Chatriya, not a Brahmin, not a man, not a woman, not a North or South Carolinian, a Tar Lick Hick, Tar Tar Heel, mm. <laughs> or. Yeah, or or there's a caste system down here in the Carolinas. The Sudras are all from North Carolina. And of course, that's the best position in the Varnashram, the Sudra, because, and the Sudras say, where are the Sikha like this? You see them driving rickshaws and things in India. You think, they're all devotees. There's the Sudras. But Sudra has a natural serving disposition. That's what we want. So, no problem. Just turn the service in the right place. Hmm? So, when we step on the altar, we th- I'm, in the very least, we, we, we think, I'm fully entering into this sadhaka deha. It's not a material body. It's not, at this point, it's partially material. As much as I may interact with sense objects for uh, purposes outside of the service of the Lord, that may be my condition in anishta bhajana kriya. But sometimes I... Uh, use my senses for the service of Prishikesha. Mm-hmm. So my body is in transition. Let me enter fully into the spirit of the Sadaka Deya. And in the higher sense, Gopi Bhartu Padakam, I enter into my Siddhadeya and I'm worshipping the deity now of Radha and Krishna. Mm-hmm. So this is a very special uh, event. The curtain opens to the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. The window opens and says to the sadhakas, you can come in now. Hmm? And you can just see this still photo. Hmm? There's a whole movie here, and it's award-winning in every respect. Hmm? Uh, and But this is one frame of the movie. Hmm? So anyway, we enter this spirit, we give those items, but what we are giving, we're giving ourselves, and in the context of that, this all this false sense of self is unraveling. The earth aspect of me, the fire, the walk, all unraveling, ahankar, undone. Hmm? How do I stand hmm? in uh, uh, in a good position now to um, uh, for Christian to ride on the slate, the clean slate, right on there. Hmm? Serve me in this way. Hmm? Uh, to speak to me in a particular way. Do it like this. Hmm? So forth. So, 
this is uh, um, something about the idea, and, and for that we go then now to the song of Thakur Bhakti Vinod himself, which, as I say, speaks about one frame of this movie of, of Gorlela, and that, that the arti gives us the opportunity to, to uh, enter into. Hmm? That's why we say that uh, oftentimes devotees want to worship deities, but uh, it really it requires that one has been given the mantra that corresponds with the deity in order to worship the deity. This is a particular realm. I like to call it the realm of ritual. Hmm? It's not the material world, and it's, the sim- it's a symbolic representation of the spiritual world and the leela of Krishna. And the leela of Krishna is moving here, he's standing still hmm? in a particular pose. Just when you meditate on that pose, and the idea is that meditation corresponds with mantra. Hmm? And as you become proficient, in chanting the mantra by paying attention and so forth, then in time that picture starts to move. Hmm? So this is a big event hmm? daily that we attend. That's what's supposed to be uh, going on, hmm? and um, so it's it's it it is what we call mantra mai upasana. Hmm? The upasana means worship, and, and the, on the basis of the mantra. So the guru comes, he, he gives initiation, he assesses the devotee, he gives this mantra or that mantra. Hmm? For Ram Bhakta, Ram Bhakta, Ram Mantra, Krishna Mantra, and so on and so forth. Gaur Mantra. Hmm? And, then, and then that devotee has now the mantra that, that is, corresponds with the deity. And that is employed then in the deity service. At different times that mantra will be chanted and there's ways in which we conduct ourselves, certain timings, certain um, uh, uh, sensibilities, there's dravya-shuddhi, the elements have to be pure for worshipping, karya-shuddhi, one's own life has to be a certain level of of purity, Hmm? bhava-shuddhi, the spirit has, the heart has to be in the right place, hmm? and so forth. So this is all part of entering into the realm of ritual, which is a is a kind of a space between time and eternity, hmm? where there are material elements present, but they take on a spiritual characteristic. Hmm? Just like the book, the Shastra, it's made of ink and paper, but if you read it and follow it, you, you, you have a different experience than that which uh, you experience by reading other books made of ink and paper. So so the spiritual reality has the, the power hmm, to be present in, in the material existence in forms and shapes that we can see and touch and so forth, which may, we may not be able to identify for what they are, but those that do, we see the result in their life. This is a way of helping us to understand how, how Krishna, who's spiritual, could appear in the material world. Of course, he doesn't come in material elements. That's a, a, even a more profound type of manifestation. But the deity is coming in material elements of stone and wood and so forth, paint and so on. And, uh, and, um, and so there's this, this, this meeting ground, if you will. But the, uh, the, the uh, spiritual reality has such power. Hmm? 
make itself present in uh, apparently material things and that if are approached as has been mandated in the sacred text along with the, the, the blessing and the mantra from the guru they will reveal themselves hmm. so it depends of course Different people will will see differently, even in this world. I've, I've given an example that a, 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 a tiger will li- like a young girl. Hmm. He will think he wants to devour her. A young boy will like a young girl too. He has something in mind, and a sage will also like love a young girl. Hmm. But they're all how they will express their love will be different in each case. They'll all see something see more or less there and act, respond accordingly. Hmm? So, to get the feeling hmm, of what these things are all about, this is the idea, some education about it that then helps to orient us, right? So, so, I say many devotees, they want to worship deities, I tell them, well, you know, you have to have the second initiation and so forth, and they, sometimes they, they press, hmm? they don't understand. Mm. Yeah. They want to put the cart before the horse. Be. Guru brings the deity, mm. give the mantra, the blessing for the worship. Mm. And, and in any attempt to get around the Guru, mm. they will pour, pour water on the fire of your spiritual uh, culture because it's right there, right in the beginning. That is Nam Aparad. Mm. The way is Nam. But the way in which Nam reveals himself is that you, part of that is you have to avoid any offenses to the Nam. And one of the offenses is Guru Avagya. It means to disregard the Guru. Hmm? So if we somehow disregard, we think I'll go around the Guru. So, uh, not a good idea. Then, hmm? uh, so Nam won't reveal himself. So. And really, we can't. We 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 don't. Have, you can't just barge into the realm of ritual. There, there people say you, you can come in now. Hmm? We let you in. Hmm? You uh, here is the mantra. You're you got. It's at the door. This is where's your mantra. Hmm? I mean, you know, something there. People worship uh, the deity in some way, and uh, you know, you might say, well, it's a good thing. But there's also many save operads. So, you, do you want a whole list of save operands on your on your uh, <coughs> record? Hmm? That's not a good idea. Hmm? So, Prabhupada was very strict about this. Also, hmm? unless you had a second initiation, you couldn't even touch the fire in the temple and for cooking and so forth. Some may be there may be room for some lenience here and there and so forth, but. The point, anyway, is the main point is without the blessing of the Vaishnav the Guru, then we 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 are we have no spiritual standing. Hmm? So, this deity worship corresponds with the mantra. This isn't part of, by the way, part of the Barnashram, the second initiation. It's not part of the Barnashram or something. Sometimes we see devotees; they stop chanting the mantra. They think, "I'm not a Brahmin." So I'll stop chanting. No, no, no. This is not the idea. Guru has given the mantra. Hmm? 
to assist you in chanting the name. If you don't chant the mantra, you're engaged in namaparad. Hmm? You're disregarding what the Guru has given you. He said, you take this mantra, you chant this many times like this. Hmm? You don't chant. They do it out of misunderstanding of what it is. They think, well, I'm not a Brahmin, so, you know. No, what these, this, this Vaishnav Diksha, hmm? Gaudiya Vaishnav Diksha, it transcends the Varnashram. And we're getting Kam Gayatri, Krishna Mantra, Gopal Mantra, Gaur Mantra, Gaur Gayatri, Guru Mantra, Guru Gayatri. Get the, the Guru Mantra, Guru Gayatri, Gaur Mantra, Gaur Gayatri. The mantra is the seed, the name, the 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 the, the Namaskar. Aim Gurave Namaha. Gleam hmm? the seed. Krishnaya. Hmm? Krim Goraya Namaha. This is what the the mantra is made of, and the and the and the, the corresponding Gayatri. Then hmm, it has some additional Prachodayat. Hmm, some petition Prachodayat. Please let me enter into the spirit of selfless service to Govinda Gopijana Baba. Hmm? so on and so forth hmm? so and and then again and these are used in relation to the to the to the uh, to the deity worship so this is part of the deity worship the art can be accompanied by kirtan here's a song now that corresponds with the the evening arctic and, and, and as i say a window in the into the leela of chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm? There was a song written by Narahari, um, one of the Naraharis, I think Narahari Sakar, um, who was the guru of uh, Lochandas Thakur, who wrote Chaitanya Mangal. He wrote a Gorarti song, very similar to this, and Bhaktivinoda seems to have taken from that and altered it a little bit. And he includes Narahari in here, also in his whole group. So w- what this is about then, as I say, is that the, 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 the curtain opens, there Mahaprabhu is standing at Sri Vasangam with his associates. Hmm? Of course, it may be we have Radha Krishna, Radha Madhava, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is on the altar. Hmm? And, uh, and then we begin to sing about that window, and from that window one can get transported into Krishna Leela. <clears throat> so he says, Jayo Jaigo Chandra. Arotik Shobha. This is glories, victory to the um, beautiful uh, arti ceremony of the golden moon of Sri Chaitanya, who's said to be uh, to eclipse the moon in its beauty because it has spots and he is spotless. Hmm. Is the spotless essence of the Amal, spotless Purana, Srimad Bhagavatam. That's what, he's all, what it's all about. Janavi Tatta Bone, Jaga Manalobha. So there he's, Srivasangam is situated on the banks of the Janavi, the Ganges, so dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So much life it was is giving to the people and in so many ways. Hmm? And sacred, 
the sacred history of the Gangas there in in uh, in the Bhagwat. Janabitata Bani in the forest, Bon, on the Tata, on the bank of the Ganga, Jagamuna Loba. He says Jaga Jaga Janamana Loba Jaga Janamana Loba. Loba means, of course, he says that the world will, seeing this, hearing about this arti, the world will, will go mad. They will, they will, with, uh, at the beauty of this, and they will desire some, some like, I, I agreed to have that kind of eagerness, and uh, and uh, agreed. Um, and of course, this is the entry into the rag bhakti, the greediness for for uh, for Krishna Lila, for Gore Lila. This is a very hard thing to attain. As I said the other night, it has been said by previous acharyas that the while well, bhakti, one of its characteristics is sudulab, very rare to attain. It refers to bhava. Very rare to attain bhava bhakti, which is the goal of sadhana bhakti. We perform sadhana bhakti to attain bhava. We engage in the culture of that bhava. We call it bhava bhakti to attain prem. It's bhakti for bhakti's sake, but it's a maturing of bhakti, like an unripe mango and a, a blossoming mango, unripe mango, ripe mango, something like that. So. While that bhava is very rare to attain, Rupa Goswami is explaining it hmm? uh, as such. Commentators have said that the bhava of Vaidhi Bhakti that takes one to Vaikuntha hmm, is, is rare to attain. And the greed for beginning to tread the path of Rag Bhakti is more sudurlab more rare to attain than the bhava of Vaikuntha. So he's saying, not a cheap thing, but Bhaktivinathakura is saying, the beauty of Gore, standing on the on Yonavitatovane. If you hear if you see that, you come to the Aratik and you see that, and you you hear what's what's going on there, you'll get that greediness. It will come to you. He's so charming, so beautiful. His dispensation is so magnanimous, so generous. It's mind-boggling. You hear what he's done, this rare thing he's come to give everywhere. By the force of his affection that's overflowing from every pore of his transcendental body, so... The whole world will be captivated by this. He has some sense. What, what, what is the real experience of this? We go to Arctic every day. He's gone there. Once he went, he saw. He knew. If, if people could see what, what, what is actually here, then it would eclipse everything else in, in, in the world. What well, to speak of everything material that has people's attention? Pramodha the Saraswati, in this kind of spirit, says, Who cares for Varaha? Nursingha, Vamana. What did they do? Hmm? Since my Lord Goranga has appeared on the earth, hmm? their back page news, hmm? their footnotes only to his appearance. What is what? What is it? The significance of his uh, uh, 
descent in the world. And so it's this is Bhaktivinoda has some sense of this. He's experienced this, and 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 that's very valuable for us because we, this song is coming from him, from his heart, from his bhajan. He, he says, "I this is how I see that. This is how I feel about that." This is like if somebody comes to you and says, "You've got to see that movie. You just got to see that movie." Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it just. It's just so extraordinary, and so, and so then you are compelled by that. Hmm? So the spiritual power of the experience that's that's uh, driving him, and so forth, it's conveyed to us hmm, by his effort to incomplete, as he would think of it, effort to ex- to express it. Cannot say enough about it. Hmm? So this hearing from the heart of Bhakti Binod is like. He's sharing his heart. This is guyam akati prachati. This is love. Guyam akati prachati. Confidentially, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, "You have, the, can you have the Vaishnav in our parivar who speaks for you? Then come, sing the song, attend the arctic, come into my heart." See what I'm experiencing for yourself. This whole extraordinary. This has happened to us. He says, Dakine nitai chand bome gadadhar nikate adwita srinivas chatradhar. So he begins to describe the associates of Chaitanya on the left. Uh, on the right side is Nityananda Prabhu, Bhame Gadadhar, on the left is Gadadhar. N- nearby, Nikate Advaita and Srivas is there holding the umbrella. Hmm? So, of course, we know that the Shakti Tattva takes the place on the left side. Hmm? We have Krishna's on the right and Radha's on the left. Narayana on the right, Radha's on the left. We have Krishna on the left and Balaram is on the right. Hmm? So the Vishnu Tattva coming out of the right side <laughs> and the Shakti Tattva coming out of the left side. That's what we heard this morning during the breakfast. Hmm? We heard the breakfast, some little brief description of the breakfast of Krishna. Mahaprabhu has similar breakfast. After going bathing in the Ganges, coming, attending to some morning duties, Vishnu Priya is cooking, and Sachimata, Mahaprabhu come make the offering to the household Shaligram. Kadadhar Pandit sits and gives Bhagavatam discourse. Hmm? Would that be boring, like that fellow thought, to go to the Gagadadhar's discourse on the Bhagavatam? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and then, take Prashad. And, uh, as is described, uh, very festive, by Talk, very festive, the gore, um, breakfast, and corresponding with Krishna Leela, and we heard a little bit about that. And there we heard what? Sitting at the table, hmm? that Subal Madhumangal on the left side of Krishna, Balaram and on the right, because they have some Sakibhav. Hmm? They're friends of Krishna, but they have Sakibhav. Hmm? As Rupa Goswami describes, some aspect, some aspect of Madhurja in them, and they have Yuteshwaris also, female group leaders, and a male group leader for their Sakya and their Madhurya. Hmm? So because of that Madhurya element, that that side, they, they are on the left. So, Gadatha is the full, fledged, hmm? left side, uh, Radha herself. Hmm? 
and it I am the right. Hmm. Hmm. Gadadhar, of course, uh, Bhagavad reciter, hmm. uh, manifestation of Radha and Gaurila, a very extraordinary, uh, deep personality, hmm. much brought out in, by, by Bhakti Banod, who worshipped um, this uh, Gaur Gadadhar. Our, our Guru Maharaj Prabhupada very much established the worship of Gaur Nityananda, very popular amongst the uh, the, the, the Sakas, like Gauridas Pandit and so forth. And hmm. Ikate Advaita, Advaita and Srivas, so Srivas holding the umbrella. Then he says, Bhushiyache Gorchand Ratna Singhasan. So Bhushiyache, he, he, he's sitting, the Gorchand is sitting on a Singhasan, made of jewels. This is a nice uh, description. Sometimes these uh, settings are described like this jewels and emeralds and so forth. Some of this is there to attract the common people who think that like, sounds like a cool place and jewels and emeralds and and uh, wish-fulfilling trees and, and all, as we mentioned the other day. But the real wealth there, of course, is the preem. They're not... To the Sankirtan, we're not importing lapus, lap, lap, lapis, lazuli, lazuli, diamonds. <coughs> it's not like you know, this is what's coming through the Goloker, lapis, lapis, lazuli, <laughs> dawn. This is not the wealth of Golok. Hmm? No, it's preem. And in that preem, it means who has preem, all material things are there ready to serve them at their disposal. But you have no use for that material thing for their own sake and so forth. Hmm? It's a rich place, wealthy in another sense, a deep sense. And that wealth is coming through Namsan Kirtan. Hmm? So sometimes descriptions like that help us. The best things we might think of this world, hmm? they're all there. Hmm? And all serving. Hmm? And so that includes the demigods. This is Arati Korena Brahma Di Devogane. So all the demigods are present there, and they are doing service. Hmm? In Golok, there are also demigods, but of course, they're devotees. Hmm? Eternal devotees, they have the roles of demigods, and so that the Leela may, may carry on and so forth. Hmm? And Brahma here is offering the Arctic. Hmm? And Adi Devadi means etc. All the other devas are, are present. Hmm? So who has eyes to see? Bhakti said, this is who's coming and they are all witnessing this and paying their respect. Narahari Adikari Chamaradulai Sanjay Mukundabasu Goshadigai. So as I said, he mentions Narahari. This is the there are several Naraharis. This is the guru of Lochandas, as I mentioned, the author of Chaitanya Mongo. They have their own group from what they call Shikhand. Mm, their own, yeah, their own, their own special group, their own special take on uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. They're very dear to Ch- Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. So Narahari's group is there, and he's waving the fan. Mm. And Sanjay Mukunda, Vasugosh, Adigai, some great kirtaniers, mm. especially the Gosh brothers. Are mentioned here, whose kirtan would melt stones, it is said, and so forth. Hmm? 
So, as I said, it's not a, not a boring place there to go into the Kirtan of Vasudev, Madhava, and Govinda Ghosh, hmm? or the Kirtan of Sundai, Mukunda, and so forth. This is very extraordinary. Hmm? And Sankhabhaje, Gantabhaje, Bhaje Kartal, Madhur Mridangabhaje, Paramarasal. So the, the, the conch and the, the bell and the cartel, these are the standard instruments of the, um, for, the, for the kirtan. That bell, sometimes they say the bell is the sound of all instruments. So therefore sometimes you hear in the arti, there's only the bell going. I think all the instruments are playing. They you know, can hear the bell properly, can hear all the instruments, like a symphony. Hmm? Hmm? Like, uh, and then he says, and the, and the cartel, and and special emphasis is given to the murdanga. Hmm? All the beats of the murdanga, it's, it's just a little clay drum, you know, it's an apparently unsophisticated instrument, but a very sophisticated way to play that with mantra for every beat and so on. Once I was with the Prabhupada in Atlanta, not far from here, and there were many devotees assembled, and Prabhupada was very moved by the dispensation of Gaur Nityananda. He had just come from Central America, where he had never been before. He went to Mexico, and um, I don't know, um, some other places in Central America. There maybe Panama, there was a temple, a few places, and then to Florida, and then to Atlanta, Miami, and they were all Gornitai deities that had been established in places he had not gone yet. Hmm? By the time I got to Atlanta, he was very, very moved by the mercy of Gornitai. He had gone to Latin America and made devotees and so forth. This is, the, of course, the extraordinary power of Prabhupada. It's said that, um, that if one... Um, sees a Vaishnava, a Param Vaishnava, then Krishna's name will come on his lips, something like that. Hmm. Oh, Krishna, you're the Krishna people. And that happened to, to Prabhupada's disciples you know, places, in places he didn't even go. Hmm? Just seeing his disciples, people said, oh, Krishna, Krishna, something like that. So very extraordinary. He didn't even go there, but on the strength of his campaign, in other places, others had gone and started temples. And he was seeing this, and he was thinking, with the mercy of Gornatha. So when he got to Atlanta, he was very moody. He was giving lectures from Chaitanya Charitamrita. And one, one morning, or evening, he was actually lecturing in the evening, he said, he said, do you know the song of Lochandas? Hmm? We're going back to Narahari, you know. He was mentioned here. Paramakaranu pohundri jana nitai chandra. We didn't know the song. So um, Prabhupada began to sing it, and then... And it was a, a, you know, a one, two beat, I, what do you call it? Total. Total. Hmm? And so somebody was playing the Murdanga and they weren't doing a good job, so Prabhupada asked for the Murdanga. So he brought the Murdanga up, and Prabhupada began, and this is a big thing for us, Prabhupada's playing the Murdanga and introducing a new song, and he's in, it's, it's hard for him to contain his ecstasy uh, of uh, love for Gornitananda and their dispensation. Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nitananda Sohodito Hmm. And then, so I'm sitting next to Tamal Krishnamarsh, and he said, I never heard anything like that. Then Madanga playing, he said, 
It sounds like the must be like the footprints, the dancing of the feet of the gopis, something like that. And it's interesting because actually there is some correspondence between that. Uh, play the mudanga certainly, the mantra, and the gopis will dance, and Krishna will dance in competition and so forth. So mudanga is there for the rasa parama ulas. Hmm? Emphasis is given on all the instruments huh? here. And the Murdanga drives the kirtan. And of course, it's said to be the incarnation of Krishna's flute in, <laughs> in, uh, in Gaur Leela as, as he attracts the devotees with his flute in Krishna Leela. So with the Murdanga, he, this is the, the heartbeat of the. And Prabhupada said, of course, there's a very sophisticated way to play it with the mantras and so forth. And, but Prabhupada would sometimes reply differently when asked how to play. He said, just beat it with feeling, something like that. <laughs> That's what most of us do, but there are some better players. <laughs> so, all the different instruments. And then, then he says, what? Hmm? He says, Bahukoti Chandrajini Vadana Ujwal. The brilliance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's face, like, the, like uh, conquers millions of moons. Kaladesha Banamala, Kore Jalamala. And he has a garland of forest flowers around his neck, effulgent garland, shining. Very, very beautiful. Shiva Sukha, I'm going a little quickly now. Narada, Preme Gada Gada. He says, Shiva's there, Sukha's there, Narada's there, but the Prem makes them quiet. Narada's always singing, Narada Muni Bhajai Vina, Radhika Ramana Nami. But he can't, he can't, he can't speak, he's choked up. Gadgara, this is a kind of ecstasy, choking of the voice. They're, they're startled by this. And all the different Shiva's here, Sukha's there, means Bhagavatam is there. Narada, the Pancharatrik side is there. Hmm? Agamas. All these sacred texts, what they speak about, are all represented, are all present in this moment of the Arctic. This is the, the, the import of all the Agamas, and the Bhagavad is the Nigama, that side, Nigama Kalbhutaro Galitam Palam Sukumukadamatadarabhitam, but the essence of all the Nigama, the Veda, the Agama, where the Tantras, the methods and procedures and the mantras all come from. All the knowledge from both sides, they're present in awe. Hmm? Their essence is being um, uh, uh, manifesting. But they're all pointing all about in the Arctic of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Sukha's there, Shiva's there, Nara's there. Bhaktivinoda Deke, Gorara Sampala. So Bhaktivinoda, in this way, beholds this glory of Sri Chaitanya and shares that. With us, so there's a big event in our day. Don't be late. Bhagavad hmm. Arctic. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai. Bhakti Vinod Thakur ki jai. Gaur Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi. Jai.